Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks, David Molnar here, your photography mentor. Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast. We've got the one, the only, the amazing Rich Coleman here. Rich, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. We need to think of a title. If you're David Monar, the photography mentor, it's just like I'm the I'm the fatter guy in the black V-neck. We'll just go with that. So my business yeah, card says. The, the other the other uh... <laughs> the other guy who mentors photography to the other It's just hard. It's hard being in a room with you. When you know when you got David Monar leading the um, um, I mean, I'm I'm the littler one behind you in the graphics, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! I'm excited. Today is going to be a good day. It's a good. It's a good way to start off my birthday week. My birthday's on Wednesday. Um, your birthday present's coming to you in two packages, by the way. One will be there Wednesday on your birthday. The other one will be there Thursday. I apologize. Amazon's a jerk. <laughs> I didn't know you're sending me. So. Well, thank you. Well, so now you much. do. There you go. There you go. I'm excited, man. It's going to be going to be a good week. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm really excited about today because we have, um, one of my friends, one of my, one of my surfing buddies, I met, I met this guy, um, surfing actually. And with a, with kind of a group of mutual friends, once I, once I moved here, probably within the past year, I guess, since I moved here a year ago. And, um, my friend Jonah Allen is an amazing photographer, like really amazing. He doesn't call himself a photographer. Uh, he calls himself a photographic artist, and I love that distinction. We're going to talk about that a little bit because we were having a kind of a sidebar conversation this morning. I was like, "Oh, that's that's really interesting, really interesting." Like the, his take on that is really interesting. But but Jonah, um, you know, photographs these amazing, amazing um, fine art pieces and sells them for a lot of money. We'll talk about that today. But he's done just an an amazing job of making a living um, selling his art. Um, that goes beyond just photography, but it, you know, so there's these stunning landscapes. I'll show you guys some of his work in just a minute. Um, but he actually makes a living, you know, selling his stunning landscapes and seascapes and, and all these things. And I just, I don't know a lot of landscape photographers that make a living. So I thought it'd be fun, um, that make a living from their work, you know? So I thought it'd be really fun to bring on, to bring on Jonah today. And he so graciously um, agreed to, I think I texted him last night and I was like, Hey man, would you, uh, would you be open to being on this? And he's like, let's do it. You know? So he's, he's one of my, one of my good buddies. We get to surf and paddleboard together a whole lot. And um, I'm going to bring Jonah on right now. Is that all right with you, Rich? Sounds great. Fantastic. Well, Jonah, you're now on the screen. This is Jonah. Uh, hey there. Can you guys hear me? All right. We can hear you great, man. That's perfect. perfect. He, jo Jonah was a audio engineer in a former life. And I'm like, well, I didn't know you're a guitarist. And he like shows me his like 17 guitars right beside his head. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's why your audio sounds so good. Um, but Jonah, welcome to your photography mentor podcast. We're excited to have you on today. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, absolutely. You, you look like Jesus. I was just thinking about that. I was like, you, uh, you, you, you look like if, uh, if Jesus was a Swedish male model. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> this is not the first time someone has said that. I, I have a nickname. I have a nickname. It's called SWJ. People call me Saltwater Jesus. Ooh, um, that's sweet. I shouldn't I have. I just, nickname. I shouldn't have said that because now I'm just digging myself in a deeper hole here. But um, <laughs> well, you're always walking on water. It looks like it because Jonah paddleboards all the time, and so he's frequently like 
just paddling, standing on top of the water. So sometimes when a wave rises, it just looks like he's saltwater Jesus standing <laughs> on the salt water. So fair um, enough. Awesome. Jonah, I'm a big fan of your work. Um, and, uh, you know, that's why I'm excited to have you on. I was just talking about how it's so awesome that you're able to make a living from your art. And, um, but even, you know, even cooler for me is that we get to surf together and even get to go to some really special, special ways, which we will not mention the locations up here on this podcast. Um, but Jonah is so great. He's like, Hey man, the waves are going to be great here tomorrow morning. And we like meet up and, uh, and get to surf. And so he's kind of been, he's been like, you know, if I'm your photography mentor, he's been like my surfing mentor on 30A. So it's been, been a lot of fun getting to hang. But, um, but yeah, so Jonah, I wanted to, sh I want to kind of brag on you for a second, show a little bit of your work off. Is that okay? And we're also going Perfect. to give away today. I'm really excited, um, as well. So I've got Jonah's website up on the screen. It's at Jonah or not at, it's just Jonah Allen, um, dot com. And, uh, and it's, he's just got these absolutely stunning seascapes and aerial, um, aerial shots and, um, and these images that he um, prints and frames. And I want to hear a little bit more of your process here in a minute. We'll talk about that. But um, he's just got these absolutely incredible images. And he's going to give away one to, to a student today on this podcast um, for free. In fact, and this is, this is Jonah's uh, Instagram. I'm going to put up his Instagram handle in just a second. But he's going to be giving away um, this piece of art, the print of this piece of art, to one of you guys who are on live on the podcast right now. So if you want to be eligible to win this piece of art from Jonah Allen, the man, the myth, the legend, saltwater Jesus right over here, uh, then I want you to share this Facebook live recording. And then one of you guys who shares at the end is going to win this print. So we just want to kind of spread the word about this podcast. Um, and I think it's going to be really inspiring for you guys to hear the story of Jonah's life and work and kind of how he makes a living and and I hope that a lot of you guys will go and buy Jonah's work and his prints, but also be inspired um, to go and pursue your photography dreams if it's to be a fine art photographic artist um, or to be a landscape photographer. You know, I, I, I think this is really just a fun opportunity. So make sure and share this Facebook Live video and you guys will be eligible to win. Do it. I'm going to show, here's, some, here's, some, um, here's a recent installation that Jonah did. Uh, veins of sand number one in a stunning space in Alice Beach, which is a really uppity area around here. 48 by 64 inches. Um, Whoa. And then, I know, I know, it's so awesome. Here's that, here's that same image right there. Love this one. I bet this is probably at Eastern Lake. Um, so love this one. This is, I don't know what the name of this one is. Um, here's another one right here. And it looks like it's just this black and white image of the, the wave, the singular wave rising with the sunset in the background. So love that as well. And, and uh, Jonah also has a book coming out and some other exciting things. So Jonah, back to full screen on you and me and Rich. So I don't have the site in the background uh, at the moment anymore. Wanted to, uh, wanted to hear a little bit about your story and, and a little bit about your process and, and those things. But before we, before we go back on your story, I want to just, I want to just elephant in the room. You and I were talking about, I was saying like, I love how you're a photographer. Like I don't call myself a photographer. You said you call yourself something something different. What is it that you? How do you how do you define yourself? What do you call yourself? Yeah, I'd love to touch on that. And th Other thanks than so saltwater Jesus. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, I don't call myself that. Um, <laughs> but thanks so much for having me. Thanks for the kind words. Really appreciate that, and have a lot of respect for you as well as a photographer. Um, 
I, uh, before I say this, I just want to say that, um, you know, I have a lot of respect for all photographers and, um, I call myself a photographic artist, um, because nowadays everyone's a photographer, uh, with an iPhone. And so to make an image, like a really interesting image, um, that'll stand out from the rest, it's really hard to do. And so in order to like, just with the psychology of how people think about you, you, I call myself a photographic artist because um, I want people to, or my clients, my buyers, to to think about um, how I am more of an artist than a photographer. Because um, traditionally, photographers, it's a service-based job. So you have a client who's kind of coming at you to make an image that they want you to make. Right. And so the distinction is I don't make the images other people want me to make. I make the images that I want to make first, and then I sell mm-hmm. them. So that's the, the distinction. And so it just kind of helps to you know, call myself an artist uh, as opposed to a photographer um, in that manner. So you make images that you want to make instead of getting contracted to make an image that someone else wants you to make. And I love that distinction. An artist, it's almost like we could define it this way. An artist makes the image that he or she wants to make. And, you know, a contractor whatever it is, whether they're a photographer or a painter or whatever, is doing contract work, you know? And, um, and, and I love that. And it really shows because your work is so beautiful and it's like, and you're so passionate and, you, you know, you're always out early in the morning and uh, on our surfing group text, you're always like texting pictures of like waves that are this big that are just absolutely stunning. And I'm like, man, I wouldn't have got up for that sunrise just because I, there was no waves. And, you know, your passion is just, is just so, uh, so evident. But, um, but yeah, I, I love that. You make the images that, that you want to make. So that's why you call yourself a photographic artist. That's all. Jonah, where are you from, man? Where'd you grow up? So I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, the suburbs, about 45 minutes north of Atlanta. And um, I'm here at the beach now in Florida, where, you know, northwest Florida, Sea Grove, Florida. And uh, moved down here in 2018. And so I pretty much spent my whole childhood in, this, in Atlanta. And then I attended the University of Georgia for four years. And then I, um, when I was a kid, I, uh, when I came down here with my family on vacation, I started surfing and I got hooked. I got addicted to surfing. And that really changed the course of my life, 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 my life. Hey, one second, Jonah, are you, are you still there? Can you hear us? That was crazy. That was crazy on my end. Yeah, that was really cool. He said it really <laughs> surfing really changed the direction of my life, and then it would just echoed my life, my, my life, longer. my life, my life, like, my life. Really cool. I was like, he's really emphasizing this point. So, uh, can you hear us now, Jonah? All good? Sorry, I think we can hear you now as well. I can hear you, but it looks like my microphone source just crapped out. So, okay, but I can hear. We can still hear you good. So, cool. Continue. You're gonna hear. So, I'm gonna go for my computer microphone instead now. I'll go, um, brother. Yeah. So I was saying that. Um, I lived in Atlanta. I grew up in Atlanta, but I, yeah. I just never felt like I belonged there. I would never felt like I was home. I also mm-hmm. felt like home near the beach. So I yeah. spent a year after university kind of being a vagabond and surfing, surfing around the world, um, just completely broke and camping and making all my food, pots and pans, and eating oatmeal and peanut butter and local fruit every day for a year so I can no, no longer eat oatmeal or peanut butter. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I moved down to Florida in, in 2018, early 2018. To um, I didn't 
know at the time, but yeah, just to really start um, trying to pursue a career in and being an artist, which is definitely not easy. It looks like the microphone just changed again. Can you hear me? Perfect. So far, so yeah. good. Cool. Yeah, great. So yeah, I just moved down here in 2018 and started pursuing my um, career as an artist. I didn't realize you had been here. It had been that recent that you moved here um, because mm -hmm. I only moved here in you know a year ago in 2019. Um, when did you start surfing? Like you, how old were you? Oh, I was probably like 12 years old. Okay, so I'm 26 say, now. So it's been like, over a decade. Okay, I was gonna say you've definitely been surfing longer than two years. So. But yeah, I, I, was, I was like, no, there's no way you got that good in two years. But anyways, uh, that's awesome. So you, where was your, one of your favorite places to travel when you were back? Hard, to say. hard yeah. to say. There's so many places. It's like apples and oranges. Yeah. I love Indonesia, love yeah. Peru, Chile. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I went a lot of places, but those three places, the ways there are just. Hmm. In the scenery. Yeah. Were you, now, were you taking, uh, were you creating art? I want to say yeah, were you yeah, I was taking. I was time? yeah. I always say like making images. Yeah, I was taking images and making images, but my focus was chasing waves. Secondary was chasing light. You know. Yeah. I say. Mm. I love that. I you know I don't know if you know this about me. I can't remember if we talked about it, but when I was engaged, I was twenty one, twenty one years old, and um, during our engagement, while while my wife and I were supposed to be planning our wedding, twelve hours away from Nashville where we lived at the time in my hometown, Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, uh, with people she didn't know, my family that she was just, you know, getting to know. And then, then, you know, the whole area she didn't know. I said, Hey babe, I'm going to go, uh, to Mexico, drive my forerunner around Mexico with one buddy of mine. We're going to camp on the beach, spend the rest of my savings and rack up extra money on a credit card and just surf every day, spearfish for dinner. So anyways, that was only two months, but I had to like kind of get it out of my system. So it sounds like we had kind of a similar uh, yes. early twenties. Early uh, yes. Well, it never leaves your system. I found. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I long for it again, even though I kind of like a comfy comfy king size bed at this phase of my life. Like I still kind of miss the uh, miss sleeping on some on the sand underneath the stars and all that. So that's amazing. Well, so how did how did you um what were you I missed it if you said you, what you're studying at um, university. Yeah, so I um I studied three things. Um, I studied art. Um, I minored in art. Um, I also minored in music business, which is just understanding the business of the music industry. And then my major was marketing. So I knew that whatever I was gonna do. So I picked up a camera when I was in high school, and um, you know I had been playing music already. Music was my first passion. I knew that whatever I was going to do. Um, in my life, I, I had to, I couldn't do the nine to five thing. Um, I was going to have to be my own, you know, just be an entrepreneur and be my own boss. So yeah. it could enable me to surf and do what I want. And so I knew that I probably should go to business school to learn how to run a business and to understand, you know, the different, different facets of running a business. So I majored in marketing, um, which is funny. I didn't really learn that much from the marketing department at university of Georgia. But I learned a lot in the art school and I learned a lot um, in the music business school and had a few mentors that um, really encouraged me to follow my passion and to make yeah. a living at it. And so that um, I definitely say my my um, you, you don't need to go to university. You don't even need to go to high school to be an artist. But um, it definitely it helped me um, the mm -hmm. process. That's right. Well, we've got a ton of people tuning in. Um, right now that are live and tom uh cody 
said, I feel that uh, your work is on fire. Um, and then Alexandria said, I love how you defined yourself, Jonah. And then Janice said, great definition of photo artist. Um, so I love that. Uh, Lori saying, that is a more elegant way of saying, I want to do what I want to do. Love it. Great distinction. So we have yeah. tons and tons of comments. I just wanted to read awesome. the students are resonating with that. They're saying like, what you do is what they want to do. So love that. Love that. Uh, Marguerite says, I love your philosophy. That's how I feel as well. So fantastic. So, okay. So you moved down to 38. Were you selling any, um, were you selling any prints? Were you making art for sale before you moved down here in 2018? Kind of walk us through the process of like how you became Jonah Allen photographic artist. Yeah, it's taken a long time. You know, I think it all started with me knowing that. No, it didn't happen overnight. It's been (laughs) 10 years. I've been yeah. doing this, like trying to do it for 10 years and just constantly failing. I mean, yeah. so much failure, so much struggle. It's not easy because it takes a really certain, you have to have such a focused mindset and you have yeah. to be so determined um, and so um, disciplined to, you know, to be a business owner um, and to wake up for every sunrise or whatever it is when no one's, you know, there's no purpose besides your yourself imposed deadlines. but um. I started making images of the ocean when I was in high school and I was, I try to sell them to like my, my parents, friends, um, in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I was successful a couple of times. And there was this one, um, this one, uh, client who's actually still a client today. And he really encouraged me and bought some of my work when I was young. Um, and that kind of like gave me the confidence to be like, okay, like I could do this, you know, like I can, I can make this happen. And when I was in college, um, uh, really inspired uh, by my girlfriend who I met, who I'm still dating now. We've been together for five years and she actually leases a space next to you, um, David, or right in your little area. She's an entrepreneur, but she makes clothing. And so she would do like these uh, markets, like, you know, not like a farmer's market, but like a little um, craft market where she would sell her clothing, the craft mm-hmm. markets, you know, set up a 10 by 10 booth, right. you know, and I was like, okay, like I'm going to give it a go. Like, so I tried to set up and sell my, my prints, you know, my art. Um, so cheap, like, you know, like maybe like, I think I was selling things for like, you know, like 50 bucks or something like, and I was making t-shirts too with my imagery, but really I, I was able to, you know, make a couple grand here, a couple grand there, um, selling, uh, t-shirts with my, my photos on them and like different designs, but also a couple of prints here and there. Right. So I was really able to kind of like understand why my art resonated with people and like why the images uh, resonated with people. And then, um, Fast forward to um, 2017, I was traveling, I was making images, and I was started um, really um, educating myself on just like online marketing and um, how to to sell art online. Mm-hmm. And then 2018, really dove into that and started generating some sales, and um, just started trying to sell work in person. Um, at different events like shows here in Florida, yeah, and um, also we got some gallery representation. Um, uh, one gallery in Naples, Florida, and one in New Orleans. Okay, and um, yeah, so that was kind of like just kind of started with that, but then really in the last like year and a half, um, 2019, and especially 2020, really just kind of like took off um, yeah. with just in-person sales and online marketing really um yeah and then so so you're 
your demographic, like, like I love the photos that we, you know, see on Instagram of like your art installations and stuff like that. Um, you know, like, um, you know, like this one that you had sent me earlier with the, the veins of, of sand where, you know, it's, it's symmetrical with the, you know, the door looking through the doorway. Love that. So a lot of, a lot of your clients, um, it seems to me are, um, are like kind of like high-end beach houses around here. The area 30A, there's some real fancy areas like Atlas Beach and Rosemary and Seaside and Watercolor and stuff like that. Um, and there's just, there's some people with a lot of money. So you've identified a niche and then, and then um, figured out how to cater towards this higher-end clientele. And how much do you sell your, your um, framed installed prints for? Yeah, exactly. Um, what you said is exactly correct. Um, ranges, I mean, anywhere from a thousand dollars to like fifteen thousand um, dollars. I'd wow. say my average price point, average sale is in the four to six range, like okay. four thousand to six thousand dollars range. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely it's a um, it's a large purchase for people. And so yeah, I, I sell my work to high net worth individuals, um, not just in this area, but all around the United States. Been expanding slowly. I mean, it's international too. Um, but awesome. definitely it started, um, here in this area. And I think, I think for me, it was like the first shots that I started really recognizing of yours were these stunning aerial photos of the outflows. Like how did you, how did you, um, identify that that was something that a, you wanted to photograph and then B, was that one of the things that kind of, kind of put you on the map a little bit here, um, as a, you know, as a photographic artist? Like, how did you find this niche and how did you identify what would sell to this high-end clientele so that you could make a living, you know, doing that? Sorry, that's yeah, that's a lot great. of questions. But. No, that's a great question. Um, yeah. I'll answer the latter question first. Okay. Well, I moved down here and I was already pursuing, you know, music and art and I love surfing. My biggest passion is surfing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay can't make a living from surfing. I grew up landlocked. Like my chances of being a professional surfer, those are shot. There's not really waves here that often. So I can't really teach surfing. I could, but then I'd be sacrificing my own personal time surfing. So I don't really want to do that. Right. Um, it's okay. I love music, but the music I would love to create is not, not country music, not like the demographic people I hear. Mm -hmm. And like, there's no studios. There's not really a music scene. So I was like, okay. Um, I don't think that's going to work here either. I was like, well, there's, you know, I have my, my, my photographic work that's focused on the relationship between water and light, you know, from the air, from the sand and from in the water, from those three perspectives. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, there's no one really, there's, there's a giant radius, like of land, of area, like geographical area where there's nobody pursuing high end, large scale photographic art. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Like, how is there, there, no one is doing this in a successful manner. I mean, there are people who are doing it, but not in the way that it's a different type of aesthetic. You know what I mean? It's like a different type of photography than from what mine is. Um, and so I decided like, this is an incredible opportunity. Like there's, there's nobody doing this. And I remember as a kid, like, or another high school and, you know, my friends would wait, make fun of me. Cause they're like, Oh, you could never make a living from taking images of waves. And even people in Florida, like other photographers, um, or like no one will like that. No one will ever buy pictures of waves or you're crazy. Yeah. And I just kept my head down and stuck to it. And, um, it, that's not true people. You know, if, if basically I found a way that 
and, and in essence, people come to this area, the number one reason is because they love the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so art is all about emotion. It's about communicating something. And so what my what I found my work does is whether it's the ocean or it's the air from the air or from the sand, like it's it's it gives people a few things, but people feel an emotion from it. You know, like, it's like when I'm in the, like when I am taking a photograph, like I do it for selfish reasons. It's because I love to be in the moment and just experience incredible beauty that nature has to offer. Um, when I'm in those moments, like I feel alive. I'm so lit up. Um, I'm present and I feel these crazy emotions. And when I make an image, when I'm feeling those crazy emotions, I get that piece of art. It gets to transfer that emotion to somebody in their home. Yeah. And so I, I realized that, you know, People have an emotional connection to the to the water, to these images that I'm making, and there was no one else making these images in the way that I saw them, and so I just saw it as a really incredible opportunity to um I kind of carve this niche out for myself. So that's the the answer to your, the second part of your question. The first question was about the um, aerial photographs. Um, it's funny because there's um. So in this tiny little niche of 30A, this tiny little area, this one little road in, in Florida, um, there's all these little towns. Um, and there's these really interesting ge- um, geological phenomenons called um, coastal dune lakes. They're these lakes that are really close to the ocean, and sometimes they'll fill up with rainwater, and they'll burst out into the ocean. And most of the time, they're not connected. They're just like stationary lakes not flowing into the ocean. And um, they have become, there's one in particular of Western Lake has become an icon onto this area that's like, picturesque view of these pine trees and like so many artists have take have done their take on it like taken the image or painted it or whatever and it's kind of like perpetuated this image of western lake this tree line um and where it's gotten to the point where people just do it for money like like other artists are just like just doing it just to to make an income and i'm not like bashing right. it yeah. like i'm not saying it's bad you have to make your living. But I just saw that. And I had someone ask me, will you make this image? And I said, you know what? No, I don't want to I don't really want to make that image because everyone else does it. I'm just perpetuating what other people are doing. Mm. And so um, I decided that, hey, you know what? These lakes are an icon. Why don't I just, I can represent the icon in a different way. And that's from the air. And because um, mm. as a kid, I always loved watching the outfalls, like mm. the, um, the flow of the water. And so um, I just decided to um, start making images from the air um like like completely obsessed i mean i would these things don't like it doesn't happen often so every time there was right. one of these like like out falling like i am i'm up before sunrise i'm there You're at sunset it. i mean i am just like uh, on it and like you know just absolutely de- devoted to making these images um so yeah it was it was really taxing honestly like but i'm kind of like past that point um, yeah. of making those images. I mean, I'm still, I still make them, but like I'm, I'm coming to a close on this project. I've been working out for three years. Yeah. And so it's going to take shape as a photographic, like coffee table book. Um, but yeah, basically in a nutshell, I saw this, a way to represent this, this local icon in a different way that nobody else was kind of portraying. And I think it's really beautiful. Um, so. Love that. Love that. I've been having some images coming up on the screen kind of while you were talking. Oh, okay. Awesome. From, from awesome. Your site as well. Um, kind of of some of those outfalls. So if you saw if you saw the um, image, let me pull it back up here for for the students. Um, specifically, it's one where it has a couple pictures of the outfall, um, and it says "Virtual Artist Talk." Find it again. So now, virtual um, Alice um, Artist Talk. 
And um, so if you notice, there's like the brown water flowing into the pristine, crystal clear waters of 30A where we live. And the contrast, it's funny. It's like when I first saw your images of this, I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, and just to be honest, like, because it was like the, the brown water, because I'm always like wanting it to be clear. But it's like the more I saw it, the more I was like, just kind of fell in love with the contrast of it mixing and outflowing out in there and stuff like that. And um, I just think it's I just think it's so beautiful now. So these dune lakes that you're talking about are um, really are like uh, unique to this area. They don't they don't happen they don't happen anywhere else in the United States. And then I think where, where's the other places near, near um, like somewhere? I think in Africa, there's some in the Pacific. Uh, yeah, Africa, like Madagascar, some in Australia, and there's a few in the Pacific Northwest, like Oregon. But other okay. than that, um, I don't think they really occur anywhere else. Um, okay. So there's like a really special like geological phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I love crazy. how you're instead of taking the, the you know the shots of the specific trees that everyone everyone does take around here, they are kind of like the iconic things. Like you've created, I, I don't know, I don't know of other people who did it before you, um, but it seems to me like you've created this like this new perspective on it, like you're talking about from above in the mixing, and I just I just think it's really beautiful. And um, yeah, what's what's like your 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 best selling print? Like what do people try to buy the most? Is there is there one? Or is it is it pictures of these outfalls, or is there something else like that? No, not not the outfalls, just because, like you said, it's not so much beautiful like the waters. You know, the contrast is brown water. But um, I do think it's beautiful. By the way, I was just saying. No, no, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. Like it's it's it looks at first glance, it's like ew, that's gross. But then when you understand what it is, you can have an appreciation and respect for it. But um, I'd say my best selling um, the subject matter are um, kind of like the sand patterns mm. and also um just these intimate moments of waves like these peaking waves so i have two series of works one's called veins of sand and then one's called peaks and they're and they just they're numbered so there could be like 50 of each one you know um right. just those two like subject matters right yeah i love it love the. i've got some veins of sand images um pulled up right now and i love i do love the texture in your images they're just, they're just absolutely beautiful um, do you find that people is it, do they buy a mixture of black and white in color? Uh, yeah, it just it depends on the the client's preferences, their home kind of style. Um, I'd say most people buy color. You know, I don't know okay. the percentage, but I'd say maybe seventy five percent color, twenty five percent black and white. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And then, so how do you these days? How do you um, just some of these photos from above these aerial shots like this? With, pristine perfect wave like pristine crystal clear water i just love it i want to get one i want one of these in my house um how do you find uh your clients are you are you finding them on facebook are you finding them at art shows is it word of mouth like what is your and i'm sure it's been a hodgepodge over the years i should say moving forward currently like what is how are you doing that yeah, it's kind of if, all if that's of the not, above. If it's not a secret, you know. No, I'm not secret. It's, it's all of the above. It's it's a word of mouth. It's mm-hmm. um, it's me finding people. It's but mostly I'd say people coming to me, um, coming to my website, and then you know me continuing to market to them and to to basically romance them. You know, because mm-hmm. um, you know I'm not the sales cycle for art. It's quite usually can be very long. You know, someone could be someone might you know see my work and be like oh that's super cool but they're like mm-hmm. building a home and so there won't be done for two years so right. um you know i have to stay in contact with those people for two years and 
um, kind of romance them and to develop my story, you know. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's, it's online, definitely. Um, just people coming to my website, like inbound. There's a little bit of outbound marketing, which is like, um, I think about, think about it this way. There's, you can think about um, marketing sales, I guess it's like three types of things. There's seeds, um, there's nets, and then there's um, spears. So a seed is a seed that I plant that I can't really control how long it's going to, the life cycle of the seed. Like it just it blossoms when it blossoms. Mm-hmm. And I've planted a lot of seeds. Yeah. I've planted a lot of seeds and it's taken many years to plant those seeds. And that's the first thing you have to do is you have to start planting seeds. Yeah. And, um, seeds. but those seeds are like referrals see, or yeah. like word of mouth, um, people stumbling upon you. Um, having a website set up so people can just stumble upon your website, you know, um, that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's nets, which is basically like your message going out to a lot of people. You know, if you think about you're a fisherman, like casting a net to try to catch a lot of fish. Um, so it's your message going out to a lot of people. That's like, you know, um, it's social media, you know, you're talking directly with a lot of people. Um, that's, um, Email marketing, you know, you're building your email list, your, your message is talking out to a, a lot of people. Um, also, just like advertising in general, whether it's in print and magazines, which I do, um, whether it's Facebook, Instagram ads, which I do, whether it's um, uh, podcasts or um, different paid earned media, you know, right. um, there's also and, uh, PR, you know, um, working with a, a publicist or um, having my own PR strategy to get uh, press. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, there's nets. I mean, that's nets. That's nets. Lastly, there's spears, which is like if you're going after, you know, a really big fish, you know, you're gonna, you're just going after, focusing on that one, one thing. Um, right. So that's my message directly to that one person. So it's a combination right. of seeds, nets, and spears. I love that. I put that up on the screen. It said one seeds, two nets, three spears, just so people can have it. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't. That's not copyrighted by Joan Allen. That's, that's information I've gotten from elsewhere. And I, I, um, it's funny, like in the beginning of my, uh, uh, starting to like, to make and sell work, art work, I always want, I only wanted to make it work. Like I would just make work thinking that I would just like, Oh, put on my website. It's, it'll sell. Right. Crickets, man. If you don't drive, if there's no one, if there's no traffic coming to your website, if you have no inbound, um, traffic or, people phone calling or booking appointments with you you're not going to sell work so i realized huh okay i have the work i have a really i've carved out a niche for myself like i really think i mean i'm not the best photographer in the world by any means like i'm i mean there's people out there who make just i mean i don't make the best work but it's it's interesting and it's different and it fills a niche that people that gives people an emotion and so um i realized like okay People aren't buying my work. I have to have to market it, you know? And so uh, I, when that happened, when I, when I really understood that, my, the usage of my time went from, instead of photographing all the time, which I still photograph a lot, um, yeah. but it went to, okay, I have to be a real business owner and I have to, you know, wear all these different hats, um, you know, marketing and, and sales yeah. and accounting and, um, started just uh, investing in um, like continuing education, like mm-hmm. coaching programs, and and surrounding myself with people who are doing way better than me. Not in art, but just like mentors in business and like yeah. 
just really, really diving in to how to be an entrepreneur, like a, su- a successful entrepreneur, um, which has nothing to do with, with art. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So uh, some of the students had asked, by the way, uh, Amy Sullivan said, these are beautiful. I love to photograph mountains and rivers. Tom Andrews said, you do beautiful in all caps work, Jonah. I love landscape photography. Thank you. Um, and Melanie said, I think your work is absolutely amazing. And then there's a gazillion other comments like Jeanette is saying, so beautiful. Kavita is saying, wow. Um, wow. Debbie Smith asked the question about the circle shot of the wave. What is it mounted on? There's a bunch of questions. I don't want to go too deep. What is it mounted on? Just out of curiosity. It's a photographic paper print face mounted to acrylic, like acrylic glass. And then the backside is mounted to metal. So it's like sandwiched between two layers. Um, so it's like protected. I love that. Hey, um, one, of our, uh, one of our students a minute ago, I'm actually looking for the comment, but asked, how do you plant the seeds? Like what, can you give us an example of planting those seeds? Mm. Yes. Huh, what's Sorry a good example? Yeah, I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, Josie's saying gorgeous artwork. Heather uh, Eccles is saying stunning work. And um, yeah, love that. Mm, planting a seed uh, one example is like investing in like your 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 website and um, your portfolio um, so that when you're planting that seed and people might stumble upon it you know mm-hmm. um, on the internet um, uh, planting a seed could be reaching out to somebody and like you know failing or maybe they don't want to purchase something but like down the road um, they might purchase something I, love I don't know I'm not yet Sorry. I'm having trouble uh, with a metaphor right now. Oh, but. that's okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, I was actually wondering if it was like, if there's any practical examples like, hey, I, I went to this, you know, person and said, man, like, like, you know, it would look great in this house. It would be like a picture of the outflow or something like that. And then like two years later, when the house was built, they like did it or something. I just know if there's like practical examples. No, no, that's exactly an example. Yes. You, you've done that type of thing? where you've met people building a house and yeah, or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Plant that seed in their mind. You know, I've, Mm -hmm. I've seen your work at, um, in different like restaurants and stuff like that around here, like featured in there. I think it was your work featured at black bear or was it in black bear? Um, or a few Uh, locations. I had someone, uh, Ron juicy for a little bit. Ron Juicy. Um, yeah, that's like kind of like, uh, almost like a seed, like you're, you're, you may not be, the work may not be purchased, but you're putting it on display so people would like see it and maybe use that place as like a meeting place, like yeah. for to take clients to show, hey, this is what my work looks like in person, you know. Because yeah. like honestly, like selling art is really difficult because mm. there's so many, there's so much friction in the buying process. Like mm. the size. it's a long process sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's a long weird. process. Yeah, yeah, it could be a couple of years, could be a, a couple of months, could be one month, could be a few weeks. I mean, but there's so many points of friction, like the size. I mean, cause like photography, you can, it can be any size, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's the size has to fit in a certain space and maybe the interior designer has a color palette that they want a piece of art to match yeah. to, which, but maybe it doesn't maybe. Um, and then there's the medium, like what is the print medium? Is it paper and framed? Is it mounted to acrylic? Is it on metal? I mean, there's so many options. Um, Mm-hmm. So just like streamlining the, those points of friction, it's really important Love in the that. process. So, you know, I'm, I want, when I was two, 18, 19 years old, I took pretty pictures 
of the Outer Banks where I grew up and um, photos that I thought were pretty, photos that I wanted to take. And mm-hmm. then there was an art show on a Saturday in October, which is not a busy tour season around there, at least not 15 years ago when I was 18. Amen. And, um, and I like put up my, pr- I printed my prints and I put them in a mat. I don't think they were framed. They were eight by tens. And I had them out there and I went to the art show. And I was like, I'm going to sell a ton of these, do- these prints for $18 a piece or whatever they were, you know? And people walked by and looked at them and like flipped through them and no one bought one. No one bought a print. That, I've been that there. One, that one day. <laughs> and then I said, you can't make a living being a landscape photographer. This yeah. doesn't work. You know? Yeah. So I gave up. And I did the yeah. opposite of what you did. Um, and I looked for work for hire. You know? Um, mm-hmm. and, but, but what I wanted to do, what, what my heart wanted to do was to create art that I wanted to create. Mm-hmm. And instead, um, instead I, like, I pursued portraits, which I really fell in love with and got to shoot some really cool stuff. But initially, it was like I would have rather been photographing waves waves, because I wanted to be a surfing photographer. And it's just neat to see, like, you're like, nope, I stuck with it. It was really hard, um, but you stuck with it. And now people are buying four to $15,000, you know, incredible pieces of art that are featured in their $15 million houses. Right, exactly. So. It's neat. I love how you pursued it because I, I literally was like, no, this can't, this doesn't work. But you're like living proof of like, you can be a, I, I don't want to just call you a landscape photographer because you're. Oh yeah, no, it's landscape fine. for sure though. Yeah, it's landscape photography. It's beautiful. It's nature, you know, and, and it's, mm-hmm. for me, it's the sea and it's the waves and it's the things that actually I'm attracted to the most when it comes to landscape photography is seascapes mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. that have to do with, I love you said, to the, I think you said the relationship with light and water. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm jealous is what I'm trying to get at. I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous that you've, that you've been able to do that and pull it off in such a beautiful, um, beautiful way and holding true to, um, you know, like who you are as an artist. So I think that's, I think that's really beautiful. My question for you is for those people that were like the 19 year old version of me who printed 10 of their favorite landscape pictures out on an 8x10 and tried to sell it at the local art show and didn't sell any pieces of art what would you say to those people now I'd say what would you say to the 19 year old me (laughs) I would say um, well first in order to like it's really hard like I said to make a living as an artist like it's it's not easy especially like a a photographer or photographic artist um because everyone's a photographer now. And so to stand out, it's really, I feel like it's really difficult. Um, but I would say that first you have to be really passionate. Like you have to have so much fire and passion mm. and you have to have, um, and if you have that passion, then you have to have a mission or like to understand like, um, what it is that you're doing. Like what, what are you bringing to the world and what's your personal mission with, with what you're doing? And for me, it's, um, on a, on a service level, like I get to share, an emotion with somebody um when someone yeah. buys a piece of art they get to feel an emotion and i get to transfer that. Of the ocean sorry exactly yeah <laughs> um but on a on a deeper level um for me like you can't get people to care about things unless they experience them firsthand so mm. if someone could see an image and go out in the ocean or go on the landscape or 
um, develop a really personal relationship with that subject matter, then they might just care about the future of it. So um, that's really important to me that people respect and take care of our different waterways and the ocean and the coastal dune lakes and whatnot. So that's my mission. And um, so have a mission and like, and, and like be you know, really passionate and have a mission. And if you have those two things, then you, you can withstand all of the, just the, the grind, you know, you can withstand all of the struggle because there's a lot of struggle. There's a lot and a lot, a lot of failure. Um, but I would say if you have the passion, you think you have a mission, then just go to the art show and do it. Don't give up after one time, do it a thousand times, do it a hundred times, you know, and, and see and, and hone in on what it is about the people who purchase your work. Cause it will happen eventually if your work's, you know, somewhat decent. Um, you will have a connection with people and someone will connect with your work and they'll tell you why and listen to that and listen to what it is about your work that connects with people and then make images that can, that fill that purpose. And I'm not saying make images that other people are telling you to make. I'm saying make an image that you want to make, but figure out why people buy it. You know, cause at, at the end of the day, like every business, whether it's art or, 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 uh, uh you know, f- photography as a service, you know, you're, you're providing something for a reason. Someone has a problem. So figure out what that person's problem is and then try to try to solve it with, with your, with your images. Um, so I'd say do it a thousand times, set up that show a thousand times and set up a website and just start planting seeds and don't, don't give up. Then I'd also say it's really important to surround yourself with, um, it's the, I think the mindset is everything and having that, that determination, um, surround yourself with with mentors and people who are going to lift you up like mm-hmm. they're just saying i don't know who quoted it but you know like the average you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with so you know if you're if you're surrounded by people with limited thinking and people who are, who are talking you down or just you're just negative in general like you probably need to remove them from your life which sounds really harsh um but um yeah you just shouldn't have the the you have to, you have to, in order to grow as a person, you got to surround yourself with other people and resources, like always continue, um, educating yourself. Like, you know, whether you're in school or, or you find a mentor or there's books or podcasts, like always be digesting and, and consuming information, which you can input back into your, your life, into your business. Um, so that's, that's what I would say to, to people. And I'd say that it, like one more thing is like it's in this day and age there i mean we are so blessed with this thing right here it's a, it's a blessing and a curse i love it i hate it but <laughs> in the in the palm of your hand you have the power to communicate with so many people that like if you ask your grandparents if there's any kids listening right now or anybody yes you your grandparents you know about this time they you know, the ability to sell something like uh, to start a business, they would probably say you live in the golden era. Like in this day and age, you can do almost anything with the smartphone and, and get your message out to people. So learn how to use it. And, um, it's just, it's insane. Um, but I, I, I'd like to share that, like everyone around me, like my, my parents, my grandma, my grandfather, um, even like my, my significant other, when I first started, everyone was like, this is not going to work. There's, you cannot sell a photograph for that much money. Like that's just stupid. Your price way too high. Like you, you just can't do it. Challenge and accepted. 
I, yeah, I took that as a challenge and I said, there's, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to find a way. And I found a way. You just have to have a persistence and discipline. Um, and yeah, don't, don't take no for an answer. And you just sold a print to your mom for four grand. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. I love that. Uh, man, that, that's so inspiring that the, the comments that are coming in are so great. I think you should go back later if you get a second and read some of them. But, um, but so many, so many of our students and staff members are actually like listening. Like Crystal said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm loving learning from Jonah. New fan, Thomas, Cody, uh, Valenzuela said, "Amen." Impossible people stay away from negative people. I think that quote was from Jim Rohn, and that's such a potent hmm. quote. Um, that you're, you, you'll become the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and that's so hmm. potent. And that's something that I, that I had heard around the age of 24, 25. And it really impacted me. And it wasn't so much that I said, screw you to the people that I felt like weren't going somewhere or weren't. Right, right. But what I did is I intentionally, and sorry if any of y'all are listening, but I intentionally like just stopped pursuing uh, spending as much time with them and tried to instead mm-hmm. uh, spend more time with, with, like you said, with mentors or people that inspire me to, to, be, a, to be a better person. So I love hearing that you know, from you. I've learned so much. So jonahallen.com is your website. People can start the long process of buying. I'm just kidding, but they could buy, could they just buy prints straight from your website or, or would, or is it typically one of those things where they go through a process? Like what is the process of you selling art? If, it yeah, was, you, if they were ready to buy. Well, if they're really ready to buy it, they can just purchase them on the website. That'd be okay. great. That's the, Jonah. that, that, but um, usually, you know, I, there's like there's a lot of different factors and variables yeah. and so people like to speak with me and so um usually i take appointments like i can book an appointment with somebody mm-hmm. um in person or virtual mm-hmm. and um just kind of go from there yeah i love that and so tell me about this photo book real quick we're, we're kind of getting to the mm-hmm. end of this of this uh, podcast episode right now but tell me about this photo book and and yeah tell me about that when's it coming out yeah it's a, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So yeah, for the last three years, I've been working on um, a series of works um, that's going to take a uh, final format as a, a, a really nice coffee table book, photographic book. Yeah. And um, the title is going to be called Where Waters Meet. And the basis of the book is just, from it's all from the air. Um, it's photographing the coastal dune lake outfalls where they meet with the beautiful like blue water of the Gulf. Yeah. And so, um, like I said, I've been working on it for three years. Um, I'm going to probably begin pre-selling it in about one month. So you can sign up on my website if you want to be um, notified for like the pre-sale. Um, but it's probably going to be pr- printed and shipped and um, bound and everything um, early next year. I'd say the spring of next year. Dude, I can't wait um, to get a copy. Hey, when, when, when that comes out, let's have you back on the, if you're open to it. Uh, let's have you back on the podcast and we can talk about the creation of the book because I'm sure a lot of our students would would love to hear how that's going and then maybe I can you know, buy some copies of it and give it away to some students as well. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. I'd love to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Jonah, we're going to do a giveaway here in a second. Um, and uh, and we're going to give away that, that print, which I'm really excited about. So thank you so much for being so gracious to, to, uh, to let me give that away today. You're amazing. Uh, so we're going to be giving away this print to one of you guys who shared um, shared this uh, shared this Facebook Live recording of our podcast. Um, we have a winner. I'm going to text you the winner. That way you can say it. Is that okay? 
Jonah? Yeah, totally. You can announce it. And we'll do like a drum roll for you. Um, okay. All right. One second. Here we go. Here's, here's, here's the name of the winner. So the winner of a, of a free print from Jonah Allen, the photographic artist himself. The winner is... Did you get that? Did you get the, the name? Yeah. I'm taking it off and mode. All right. The winner is, drum roll, it's Peggy LaRue. L-A-R-U-E. Peggy, Peggy LaRue. Peggy LaRue. Yep. Peggy Perfect. LaRue. Peggy LaRue. Love it. <laughs> Peggy, you have won uh, a, this, that free print. And so we'll, we'll figure out the logistics of getting it to you. Um, but yeah, Jonah, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Letting me, uh, especially doing this last minute. Um, I appreciate that. A lot of times we, we do things last minute sometimes around here. Um, but I mean, the, the comments that were coming in, they're, they're just really inspired. So thank you so much for taking the time for sharing. Um, you know, and for setting an example and for pursuing your dreams, thank you for doing that because I think the world needs your art and I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that we have that. So thanks so much and excited for the next swell so that we can go surfing. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm really, um, grateful for all the, the kind comments and grateful oh. that, you know, um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully we get some waves soon so we can go surfing together. It'd be great. Hey, you guys, go follow Jonah Allen Studio on Instagram. And then I, I forgot to look it up to see if it's the same on Facebook. Um, yeah, same. Instagram.com forward slash Jonah Allen Studio. There we go. I just posted a link. I have that up on there. And then JonahAllen.com is where you can check out stuff. Sign up. Um, do it now. Go sign up to get on the, on the wait list for his coffee table book because I know that I'm going to be buying a few copies of that for my house and for some family members as well. So I'm excited for that, find out that. So go check that stuff out. And uh, thanks, thanks again, Jonah. You're awesome. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic day. And, uh, and I know I will see you soon, but hopefully we can have you back on the podcast if you'll, if you'll have us again. So, Sounds great. It. Thanks, David. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Hope you have a great day. Thank you, sir. All right, I love bye. you. <laughs> Rich. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com. Thank you.